You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. talk with Kaylee Smith, the designer behind Smith & Quinn, but you may already be familiar with her designs as the brand was formerly known as her name, Kaylee Smith. With a new name and new direction, discover this modern preppy brand of women's and men's clothing, as well as wedding attire with prints all designed by the talented Kaylee herself. Learn how Kaylee started her young career as an artist before discovering her love for fashion and the journey in between that led to Smith & Quinn. All right, so why don't you tell everyone who you are, where you live, and just a brief description about what you do. Yeah, so um, hi, everyone. My name is Kaylee Smith. Um, I am from Annapolis, Maryland, and I'm the head designer, founder, and creative director um, of the clothing brand Smith & Quinn. Love that. So now, have you always had an interest in fashion or design and entrepreneurship? Um, kind of take me back a little bit towards the beginning of your childhood and what it was like growing up and maybe were you always in Annapolis? Let's let's talk a little bit about your childhood. Yeah. So I hate, I always hate answering this kind of question because I have the most cliche answer <laughs> possible, but Yes, I've always, since I was a little girl, known um, that I wanted to do something in the creative industry. Um, I actually started out more sort of, sort of as an aspiring artist. Um, I I was very much into painting and crafts. My mom jokes around and says that we basically kept our Michael's um, craft store in business. We probably provided half of their uh, <laughs> their consumer product <laughs> for like a good part of my life. Um, so. Like as a as a young girl, I was always painting, always doing different beading crafts, sewing, all that type of stuff. Um, I grew up actually. My father was um, owned an interior design firm, so I grew up oh. actually thinking I was going to become an interior designer. I'm a textile designer. Um, obviously, things don't always work out exactly how you imagine when you were little, but I'm glad um, to be where I am right now. Um, but yeah, so I actually when I was in. Uh, um, when I was in high school, I started um, professionally selling my paintings. My mom always pushed me to be very entrepreneurial minded. I was always trying to, I guess, position myself um, to be self-employed and to, I guess, take my talent and use it for more than just um, as a hobby. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I started as a professional artist. Um, and then I actually got picked up by a licensing agent um, when I was in high school and oh in gosh. college. Um, and I, uh, I was actually licensing my artwork to different home goods companies um, that sold to like Bed Bath and Beyond and and different sort of um, like homestead gardens, places like that. Um, so I've always been very, very entrepreneurial for sure. So definitely, oh my gosh, that's so impressive. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your art then. Like, how did you hone in on that? It sounds like you were always doing crafts and kind of just you know, tinkering around with crafts and art products, but, you know, did you have any formal training or what sort of was that discovery like and that journey as an artist? Yeah. So I was very much self-taught. I, I mean, my mom, I would definitely consider one of my biggest pushers. She was always 
she was always buying like different pottery or she'd bring home like a, a local artist painting and be like, you can copy this or you can, you can do the same thing as this. You should try and just do this. So I, I was, I was always pushing myself and challenging myself to try different things. Um, I got into mixed media art um, when I was like in eighth grade, um, when I actually, I decided to, to sort of imitate um, a similar technique to a local artist um, from around Annapolis. Um, and so I kind of, it kind of taught me the technique that I wanted to sort of go forward with. Um, and then that's how I got into the whole painting, um, the painting aspect. And then I started creating all these different paintings and my mom started selling them to all of her friends. And then my, then my high school started put, putting them in our, in their lobby. And then um, we had a gallery reach out to me. He wanted to sell them, sell my stuff in her shop. So it was kind of this very organic growth um, just from, just from word of mouth and, and people knowing us. And it, it was, it was, it was very fun. I was very blessed in, in terms of that aspect. So. Definitely. Oh my gosh. That is so amazing. And even with the licensing, did that kind of happen organically like that too? Kind of someone just discovered you and reached out and then. Um, so I would, I give my mom credit for that as well. She, um, she actually, when we started having a lot of really good success um, with my paintings around Annapolis, um, she actually reached out to a, a licensing um, agent friend, um, or sorry, a licensing lawyer friend, okay. um, and he actually connected connected us with a licensing agent um, that he knew, and she was really interested in what I was doing, and um, and I started custom designing particular artwork collections to uh, say, like for instance, a home goods company was looking for a Christmas collection for. Uh, like a plate, a plate collection that they were going to launch in a year from then. Um, so I started designing custom art, um, like a building a portfolio that she would then present to these different home goods companies. Um, and then they would, they would take the art and uh, we'd put together a contract and, and I'd get a, a royalty on, on all the product that they used my artwork on. So. Oh my gosh. How amazing is that? I mean, a, that you had this passion and talent at such a young age and B, that you had your parents supporting, kind of encouraging you and, you know, helping uh, find and discover new opportunities for you. I think that's so amazing. And also, you know, your drive then at that young age is really admirable. And I'm sure you've learned so many lessons in business and in money and, um, just kind of how, how the world works and even just, you know, now what you do today and designing clothes and how everything's kind of designed six months to a year in advance. It sounds like you were getting these lessons so early on, which is so nice. Yes, I was. It, and it, it, I literally, I was the luckiest person in the world to have such supportive parents and they were always pushing me to do better. But at the same time, they were always, um, always supporting me. Um, they're my biggest fans. And I, I honestly, I wouldn't be where I am without them. So I feel, I feel so lucky to have them on my team. <laughs> Definitely. So now, you know, you were creating art so young, and you kind of even had a business so young. So now did you end up going to college? And if so, what and where did you study? So um, I ended up, I looked at a lot of different art schools um, and what I sort of, I was also um, an athlete. I played lacrosse and field hockey. So I was um, considering playing sports in college. Um, I ended up not, but at the end of the day, I realized I wanted to go to a university that had um, sort of the art and the design element, but that also was a little bit, I guess, 
more diverse than just a regular art school. Um, so like that, I had like a football team and, and, and different types of people. So I ended up um, going to the University of Delaware um, and I studied art and I studied apparel design while I was there. So. Oh, super cool. So then yeah. that's kind of when you got into, I guess, more of the fashion aspect because before you were more focused on art, it sounds like. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I went to school, I originally started out, um, sort of pursuing the graphic design element. Um, mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to go into textile design. Um, and then as, as I sort of developed my style, I decided, I decided I wanted to kind of learn the fashion element as well, just cause I've always been really, um, into, into fashion and into different trends and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I ended up pursuing apparel design, which was fantastic. I learned how to pattern and drape and cut and sew. And it, it was really, really useful. A lot of people tell me like, like my husband went to school for accounting and he never uses his accounting degree. Like I <laughs> feel lucky that I actually learned something that I use in my day to day. And that has honestly opened my mind up to, to how the sort of apparel industry works. It, it was extremely helpful in getting me where I am today. So Definitely. And it's funny because I actually, um, so I have my degree in communications PR, but I also have another one in fashion merchandising. And I always say, you know, if anyone's interested in the fashion world in general, like I highly recommend at least minoring in some sort of fashion too, because, you know, in those classes I learned, I took flat pattern, I took textile classes, things like that, which I think helps me even as a, as a publicist working with brands to understand how things work and, you know, why yeah. something might cost more and things like that. I think, you know, there's so much that you can learn from fashion school if you're into design or fashion in any aspect, truly. Yeah, I totally agree. Once you sort of know the ins and outs of a lot of different things, like you said, it, it just helps you kind of view things a little bit differently mm-hmm. and, and understand the whole process in general, which it just helps with with everything. So definitely. So now what did you do after college? Like what was your first career in or first job? Or did you, you know, continue with your own business then at that point? What did you do after, after college? Yeah. So this is actually one of my fun facts. I, I've never, I've never worked for anyone. I've always only worked for myself. So, um, so I've never been in an interview and it's, it's kind of crazy, but, um, but yeah, so when I was in college, um, we started really pursuing the the licensing and the textile um, design type thing. People, a lot of different um, companies were reaching out to me with through my licensing agent, um, wanting to use my designs on their apparel and um, in different textiles and that 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 type of stuff. And basically, what we came to decide between me and my dad and my mom is we wanted to kind of pursue that on our own and not give my art um, for someone else to use it on clothing, but to try and create a clothing brand are on our own. So, um, so in college, we really started pursuing that. Um, my dad actually, um, started, came on full board, um, with me and pursuing our sort of dream to, to start our own fashion line. Um, and he, um, he, we started developing the collection while I was in college. So when I graduated, we really went full force on it. We started going to different, um, trade shows, um, and and everything like that. So uh so yeah, I've I've never had a real job. Huh? Oh so. my gosh, that is such a fun fact. That's so funny. So now yeah. let's talk about then your your first brand. Um mm-hmm. 
sort of what was the journey like with that? And um, did you focus on direct to consumer? Did you, uh, you know, sell to sell the boutiques and have them sell your product? Um, talk to me a little bit about your first brand. Yeah. So, um, so we started off as Kaylee Smith and, and just until recently, um, it was branded under that name. Um, and it was, it was very much a preppy, um, women's print based line. Um, and we, we actually started out in cotton. So it was very, very preppy, old school kind of madras, seahorses, very, very preppy. Um, and we've evolved since then. Um, but, we, um, we started out working with Dillard's actually, we did a, a collection with Dillard's, um, and that didn't end up working out just because we were so small of a brand. They did kind of a whole, um, a whole like boutique brand capsule. Um, okay. so it didn't end up working out. And honestly, it was a blessing in disguise because the department store world is, is fantastic, obviously, but mm-hmm. we weren't quite ready for that, that giant step, um, as a brand. So, um, so we actually, we started focusing on the boutique world, which was much better suited for our niche and our price point and our customer on um, someone looking for something unique, not, not something on sale at Dillard's, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, we started going to different trade shows. Um, and we, uh, we obviously evolved as a brand. We started getting into different fabrications and, and all that type of stuff. Um, but I mean, throughout the last, however many years, it's been five years, um, mm-hmm. since we started, um, as we expanded, we kind of evolved and, um, and in the past year we decided to, to do kind of a, a rebrand a little bit just because, um, we wanted to encompass different industries, um, different categories, men's wedding, all that type of stuff. So we thought that the name change would reflect a broader audience, attract a broader audience, not be quite so feminine and, and preppy and stuff like that. A little, it was a little girly at first, like my logo, my original logo was gold and hot pink. And <laughs> when we launched this men's line, my husband was like, men are going to really want to buy like a, a polo with like a hot pink <laughs> girly logo on it. So, so over the, over the summer, we sort of decided we wanted to take on this kind of fresh new look and this fresh new name, um, all kind of still within the brand image that we started as, um, I would still consider ourselves very much the same as, as, who we were, um, when we started, we've just, we've just evolved, mm-hmm. I guess I would say. So definitely it's kind of grown yeah. with you as you've grown. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I remember, you know, your Kaylee Smith brand of a few years ago and have shopped it. And I even remember like a year or two ago, seeing it at the store at, um, in the Greenbrier at the shops there. Yep. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it definitely, it's still, I think preppy and classic and, um, the, the women's pieces are feminine and beautiful, but it's definitely a little bit different. It's not as bright, or maybe that's just this new collection, but. Yeah, um, no, no, that's, that's definitely the direction we're going into. I'm trying, I'm, I'm going for a little bit more of like an elevated, an elevated preppy look. So, yeah. um, so not, not so much your, your classic hot pink and green and, <laughs> and, uh, and the not as whimsical as I began. Um, but like you said, it's kind of a reflection of how I've matured as a designer and, and a person a, and a business person in this industry. So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to see how the line has evolved with me, um, personally. For sure. So yeah. now, how would you describe your new brand, Smith & Quinn, to someone who isn't familiar with it? Like, what would you say wraps it up in a sentence or two, the description? Like, and what, yeah, so, who are you serving? 
Yeah. So um, I would say it's it's a t- definitely a lifestyle brand. Um, I would say it's a playful but elevated print-based men's and women's um, line inspired by an East Coast cool lifestyle. So um, definitely has that kind of that pre- that prep in its in its roots. Um, but that's a little bit of a of a modern like cool effortless take um, to to your traditional prep. So. Certainly. No, that sounds perfect. Um, So now let's talk a little bit about your designs and the design process. So I assume that it first starts with your prints and you are um, designing all of those. So what's your process like for that? Are you painting it and then it's getting transferred, you know, to a computer, which then transfers it to fabric? And where are you getting inspiration um, for your new prints and designs? Talk to me a little bit about that process. Yeah. So, um, so I do all of my own prints in house. Um, I wouldn't say I have a particular technique for any individual print. I'm kind of all over the board. Sometimes I'm doing a lot of, I'm doing most of it on my computer. Sometimes I'm doing most of it, um, drawing it on my iPad. I do sometimes I, I actually hand paint stuff with watercolors and then I photograph it and then I, um, I drag it into my computer and then I, um, I tweak it on there. Um, pretty much everything starts out hand drawn for the most part though. Um, and then, um, lots and lots of tweaking on my computer. Um, I would definitely consider my, my creative process. It's, it's a love hate. Um, (laughs) it takes me, it's, it's, it's called a process for a reason. So, um, it's, it's a lot of, of, of inspiration boards and, and viewing different things and creating these color, color inspiration, um, boards and, um, looking at different, at different textiles. And in the, I always, I always try and look at a, a bunch of different industries to get my inspiration. Obviously I'm inspired by other designers. Um, I'm always looking at different, um, collections on the runway. I love to see what designers are doing so that I know what the trends are going to be, but then mm-hmm. I, I reinterpret them um, to be a little bit more, I guess, user-friendly, a little bit more familiar for my buyers. Um, not everyone is going to be able to, one, afford a $1,500 dress from Gucci or whatever <laughs> with some amazing puff sleeve sequin ruffle hem or whatever. But it, you can take those little different things that you see, those trends that you see on the runway, and you can apply them to create something fresh and new and different and special for your consumer. But that that is something that they can wear in their, in their everyday life. So that's what I particularly love. Cause okay. I'm just like, I love um, looking at different runway trends. I love Tori Burch. I love looking at Saloni, Ula Johnson. Um, I recently found Brock collection, which is amazing. They use all these gorgeous, different French textiles from, from mills in France. It's, it's beautiful. Ooh. Um, yeah. So, and then obviously I'm inspired by travel and food and, I love looking at the um, the interior design industry. Um, I love looking at the different textiles and the textures that they're using, different colors that they're using. They're always they're always doing something a little bit different than what the apparel industry is doing. So I like to I like to sort of cleanse my palette in terms of colors because I hate I hate being repetitive. Um, I always like to try and introduce something different that that my consumers haven't seen before. So um, so yeah, it's. It's, it's a lot. My creative process is some, t- some of my prints come super easy and other times I'm, I have to work it and work it and work it. And like I said, it's a love hate. I'm, I, I'm like, I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Now let's yeah. talk about, um, 
your silhouettes a little bit. I know you sort of yeah. mentioned some inspiration from even other designers for them, but I love that one dress. I don't know what it's called. The one that I wore with like the little bit of the puffy sleeves and kind of almost a square neckline, I want to say. It's just yeah, so yeah. flattering and um, so pretty. I love that. So talk to me about, you know, your your silhouettes that you're doing this time around and all of that. Because I yeah. think that's so different than what you had with Kelly Smith. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, we, my original collection, like where we started, we started very simple, kind of your tried and true um, styles. But I mean, I personally, like, I like to have something that's comfortable, but that also makes a statement. So mm-hmm. um, I started designing a little bit more for myself um, over the last two years, which, which honestly has been such a pleasure for me. Um, originally, I was I was designing for more of like that resort customer, which which I am as well. But yeah. I, I feel like we needed a little bit more more interest in our, in our silhouettes, um, versus just having the prints do, do the talking. So, um, so yeah, I've been, I've been obviously puff sleeves are like the hot thing these days. I, I don't think I go out of the house without a puff sleeve on. It's kind of (laughs) embarrassing, (laughs) but, um, but I, I'm always designing silhouettes, like you said, that are really flattering. Um, and that have those fun, different style elements, like the puff sleeve or the ruffle hem or the tears. Um, but that also still are comfortable and, and figure flattering. There's so many gorgeous designs out there these days, but you you buy it and you get it, and it's one. It's either itchy fabric or it's not comfortable or or it it doesn't look right on your body. So I'm always trying to to design styles that my ladies feel amazing in and that are comfortable, but they're that are also like super stylish. So there's nothing better than walking out of the house in a dress that you feel so stylish in, but that you like could sleep in. You know what I mean? So definitely. Um, so that's why we sort of have been sticking to this um, this knit fabric, um, which which I'm sure you saw. It doesn't look like it's a knit, which is cool um, mm-hmm. because obviously knits are kind of viewed more in that athletic or that more casual setting. Um, but by putting them in these sort of different funkier styles, um, it allows them to be super comfortable and and also um, very flexible to different body types. Um, but without looking like it's, uh, it's, it's something that's a knit. So, um, so yeah, we, we really, I love, I love our fabric. So no, it's so great. So flattering, so comfy, like you mentioned. Um, so now let's talk a little bit about the addition of the men's pieces and Mm -hmm. wedding. So what was sort of, you know, the inspiration for that? And, um, what are some of the key pieces in that? Talk me through, you know, that thinking a little bit. Yeah. So, so it's funny because the men's and the wedding is actually one of the reasons um, we sort of did the name change. So like, obviously with the men's collection being added and the wedding collection being added, we wanted our name to, to, I guess, appeal to that, that men's audience, but also just different audiences in general. And we like, we loved, we chose the, the Smith and Quinn name because it's a combination of my, my two names, I, I was a Smith and now my new, my new married name is Quinn. Um, mm-hmm. and then it's also Smith is my dad's last name. And then Quinn is my husband's last name. So it's like a combination of all of us. And, um, and so the men's collection obviously reflects the, the two men, the two men in my life that are, <laughs> um, that are also in business with me as well. Um, my dad and my husband. So, um, they, they've been begging me to do a men's line for forever. Um, because, they were so tired of going to all these shows and, and showing off all these gorgeous dresses and all these fun prints. And they were like, we need something for us to wear. So, um, 
So we we started sort of thinking about adding a men's collection last year, um, especially with our entrance into the golf industry. We just thought it lended itself so well to um, fun printed men's golf polos and buttons down, button downs. Um, so that's sort of what we started with with our initial um, 2021 launch with men's. Um, mm-hmm. It's a a great kind of classic fit men's polo. Um, a little bit more on the athletic side, kind of your Travis Matthews type fit. Um, and then in fun conversational prints, not your traditional kind of stuffy men's polo. It's definitely a little bit, a little bit funkier, a, a little bit younger, but, but my dad, he, he wears them as well. Like he, he doesn't like those traditional stuffy polos. So he, he loves them. Um, and then we have our great um, men's button down. So like kind of your camp shirt, your, your throw on, um, summer button down short sleeve shirt. Um, and both of them are in a, this amazing performance fabric as well. So kind of not your traditional, um, your traditional fabrication for those two things. Um, and then the wedding collection, which is my personal favorite addition to the line, (laughs) um, that was completely inspired by my own wedding. Um, I actually, I designed all of my bridesmaids dresses, um, and they were such a hit at the wedding. We had so many people coming up and asking where I got them and how they could get one. And, um, and so it's been that, that in particular has been a little bit of a bit of a process. The wedding industry in general is just very different, um, than the, the apparel industry. It's more customized. It's, it's just different. So, Mm -hmm. um, we've been working that for about a year now. Um, we finally launched our sort of made to order collection, um, where people you can you can order one of the bridesmaids dresses online, but it's completely made to order in the United States, so it's cut and sewn and printed for you. Um, so it takes about eight weeks to get. But but the but the end goal in the next year and a half for me is I really do want to to be able to stock um, the wedding collection. Um, eventually, there's just so many prints in the line that it's it would be a lot of inventory at yeah. first. So yeah, we're doing the sort of made to order, um, and then hopefully we're gonna actually launch a a whole wedding collection where brides can order their bridesmaids dresses in their signature wedding print. And then they can order um, fun totes in their print for their bridesmaids Ooh. gifts. They can order napkins to go on all their tables. They can order um, different elements, um, different decor that sort of ties the whole wedding together. Um, and that's what I did. Um, my, my wedding menu matched or drew flowers from the dresses on my bridesmaids and, and my wedding entrance table had the had a tablecloth with the same print as my bridesmaids dresses so um it all kind of tied together and created this cohesive aesthetic that i like you can't find out in the wedding industry um and it sort of created this elevated um personal touch to the wedding which which everyone told me they loved so um so yeah we're we're, we're working on it just another another thing to do um, (laughs) right it's all good problems to have, so. For sure. No, that sounds amazing. Um, hopefully by the time I get engaged and married, that'll be out there so I can use oh, that. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, okay, so now how have you spread the word about your business? Like what's been the greatest form of marketing for you guys? Gosh, it's so tough. I mean, obviously social media mm-hmm. is like always the number one answer. Um, and we we – didn't necessarily pay good enough attention from the get-go on social media. It was a total learning experience and it's a, it's a whole different animal in itself. Um, and just recently we've actually, we brought on um, my husband's sister um, who's a social media consultant and she's helped us significantly in, in posting, um, posting regularly, which is such a huge thing. Um, yeah. And just 
constantly introducing new content and and collaborating with different um, people in the industry and, and all that type of stuff, which has made such a huge difference in getting our name out there. Um, in the beginning, we were we were mostly just going to shows and networking and getting to know different buyers. Um, but now, since we've sort of relaunched um, this rebrand and relaunched a new web website, um, our direct to consumer um, social media presence has been has been way different than we've ever. Um, done it before. And it's, it's made such a huge difference. Like we've seen such an increase in our brand awareness and, um, and people reaching out to us because of all of this great new content that we're posting. And, and honestly, I had never really done the whole like huge photo shoot thing. Like obviously those things are expensive and it's, it's hard to kind of justify those, but it makes such a huge difference when you, when you really portray your brand the way that you want it to be seen by your consumers, it, it it's so necessary. So um, we're really excited about the direction that we're going in that aspect um, with the brand that we've never been before. So definitely, no, it looks great, and I love um, your video too that you guys did when you launched everything. Oh yeah. Oh well, really there's good. a whole there's a whole new spring video coming out hopefully in the next couple weeks. So we're launching our um our spring two collection um mid April um and we have this whole amazing garden inspired video um that hasn't been seen by anyone yet so i'm really excited it's we filmed it back in august so i've been sitting on it for <laughs> for so long until the inventory came in so i'm i'm dying to to release it oh my gosh so fun i'll have to keep an eye out for that um so now you know you've had years of experience, even though, you know, you're not even that old yourself, but what would you say has been the biggest challenge in all these years of business? I would say, um, I mean, being a small business and being an entrepreneur, you're just wearing so many different hats. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm the textile designer. I'm the print designer. I'm, I upload the stuff on our website. I, I connect with, um, with buyers. I'm a salesperson. I'm, a marketing person, I'm the stylist, like you wear so many different hats. And it's really challenging to sort of, I guess, delegate your time in, in the most appropriate ways, um, and balance out your time. So you're not focusing on one thing over the other. And I would say that has definitely been our biggest challenge. Um, and that I mean, that comes with every small business, I could I guarantee you every entrepreneur would say the same thing when when getting started, it's, it's really hard when you're doing everything. Um, but I mean, over the last two years, we've really started bringing on um, amazing different people to to come on board and help us. And we've noticed such a difference, not only in the company, but in our own mental health, you yeah. know, just this, you need help. And, and me personally, like as a designer, I'm, I'm not only a designer, but I'm a perfectionist and a control freak. So it's been, it's been a challenge letting go of some, some of my babies, um, but it's totally necessary. So, um, but yeah, that, that I would say is definitely the, the hardest, the biggest challenge we faced, um, overall. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I think all entrepreneurs kind of face that and that's yep. always a struggle. So now, um, on the flip side to that, like what has been sort of a moment you're most proud of or something like a pinch me moment, something you'll always remember, like what's been your greatest success that you really enjoyed? Yeah. So, um, so over the last two and a half years, we actually have launched, um, our custom print program where I actually have been custom designing prints, um, for specific people. And I, I would say my greatest success has been getting to work with amazing and, um, very, very high end resorts and golf clubs like ocean reef and Pinehurst and 
we designed a print for TPC Sawgrass, their tournament last year. Obviously, it got a little ruined by COVID, but um, we're hoping to do to do another one where things go back to normal. Um, but working with those big resorts and having my artwork in and my name on these goods and and having people reach out and tell me how much they love they love that they saw me at Ocean Reef and and all, and it's just it that's been I guess my biggest pinch me moment is working with these these different high end resorts and clubs um, and having them want to work with us. It's just it's just shows how far we've come as a brand and um it's just great every every woman loves validation so. yes I mean and those are those are iconic and to have your name associated with them is exactly amazing yeah. so now who do you wish would wear your clothes like who a, a celebrity or a royal or an influencer like who's someone that you think would be so good for your clothes I, I mean, I've always adored, um, Julia B from, or I guess it's not gal means glam anymore, but, oh, yeah. um, her, her last name's a little hard to pronounce. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it, but she is just, she's been a huge style icon for me, especially in within the last few years. And I've really been trying to sort of reinvent our style and she, she interprets prep in like a very graceful, um, mm-hmm. but very elevated stylish way. Um, I'm always looking at at her site and seeing what she's doing and the color she's wearing. And, um, so I, I mean, I would adore to get her in something of mine sometime soon. Um, and I definitely would say she's like, her style is identical to, to mine, um, for sure. And her house, oh my goodness. Her house oh, is stunning. Yeah. I swoon at her kitchen with her gorgeous <laughs> French blue cabinets. Oh my goodness. I can't, I can't even look at her stuff. Like it makes me so jealous. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I love her style. I'd love to work with her, um, someday. I mean, I love, I love Kate Bosworth, her, her style in particular. She's a big Tory Burch fan. She's always at her shows. And I think that her style really reflects what I'm sort of going for, um, aesthetically. Um, Mm -hmm. honestly though, if any celebrity wore my, wore my stuff, I'm not going to be picky. I'd love, (laughs) I'd love any celebrity who wears something of mine. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it's, there's so many, there's so many stylish people out there. It's crazy how many influencers I that pop up on my feed all the time that, um, that are a great fit for our line. So yeah. I'm just excited to really start, um, collaborating with these different influencers and bloggers and stuff like that to really get, get our name out there. Um, it makes such a huge difference when you're new. So for sure. So now what does preppy mean to you? Like, how would you describe it in a sentence or two? What does it mean to you? I would say preppy mostly to me is like that timeless East coast, um, like nostalgic vibe. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel like it just embodies that kind of Jackie O and that Audrey Hepburn, um, that, that timeless East coast style that just won't ever, ever go away. Um, and I think I really feel that prep, the, the term preppy, um, it gets a bad name. Like people that aren't preppy immediately think, oh, well, you just, you only wear bows and pink and green. It's, it's so much more, it's so much more, uh, evolving than that. Um, and there's so many different ways I think to interpret prep in general. Um, but I love that kind of vintage prep, that old school Nantucket, Palm beach, all, all that stuff. I'm constantly looking at old Vogue pictures and, and bringing back older vintage preppy um, interpretations of like a tunic and, and all that type of stuff. I love, I love the, um, the old school prep for sure. But, and that sort of goes on the whole timeless element of it. You could 
you could throw something on that Jackie O was wearing and it wouldn't even look like it was from however many years ago. So Definitely. No, that's a great answer. So now for some little fun, short answer questions to get to know you. Uh, So my first one is, what's your go-to drink order? Whether it's your Starbucks order or your favorite cocktail or wine, like what's your go-to drink order? Uh, I am a red wine girl through and through. (laughs) It'll always be red wine for me. (laughs) What kind do you like? You know, California um, or Italian or oh gosh, that's like asking me what my favorite <laughs> child is, even though I don't have children. Um, <laughs> um, I I love like a a, a bold um a bold deep red. Um, yep. I love Californian wines. I love. I've been really into French wines as of late. Like mm-hmm. a, a good Bordeaux. We actually um went to Bordeaux before COVID hit, and it was <sighs> amazing to to see how they make all their wine over there. So. I'm a wine freak. It's 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 a problem. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Um, what's your favorite way to spend a weekend when you're not working? Like, what do you like to do on the weekends? Yeah. So, um, so I mean, I I lived down the street from my mother-in-law. I lived down the street from my parents. I I lived down the street from my sister. So we're we're a tight knit family group. So I mean, I'm constantly with them. I love a weekend that we're that we all make a really good meal, home cooked meal. I'm really into cooking. I love making like pasta from scratch and, oh. and different things like that. Um, and of course, what doesn't pair well with good food other than wine, good wine. So I would say like a, a really relaxed weekend, like hanging out on the back porch, eating good food, drinking good wine. That's that's my favorite type of weekend. So. No, that's super fun. That sounds yeah. relaxing. And I love that you're close with your family too. I um live next door to my parents. So I oh, get gosh. it. So you get it. I mean, definitely. My, my mom gives me, gives me, um, a hard time when I don't call her like halfway through the day. So yes. I'm like, you, you are so spoiled. You don't even know. <laughs> exactly. Um, what's one thing you can't wait to do this spring or summer? I know probably, you know, you might have somewhere somewhat local to travel or oh yeah um, going to the beach like what what are you looking forward to doing this spring or summer I mean we live in Annapolis so we're surrounded by water so I I cannot wait to get out on a boat and just boat around Annapolis and lay in the sun and uh it's I can't wait until it starts to get nice out Annapolis we're we're so I'm so lucky to live in in such a an amazing coastal nautical town it's like you live in a vacation destination so um I'm I'm really excited to have some downtime when it gets warm out. So nice. Uh, Now, what's your favorite piece, I guess, on your site right now from your first collection and then from the collection um, that's coming out? Because that might be out then when this comes out or at least people can look forward to it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so it's it's your favorite style as well. The Lucy (laughs) midi dress is my favorite style hands down on our site right now. Um, And it's it's actually coming out in three new prints. um, for our April collection. So I'm, I'm dying to get those on the site. They're, they're so cute. There's this one that comes in this hot pink, um, floral print. It's gorgeous. Um, and then my, my second favorite style for sure is our Delaney dress, which isn't out on the site yet. Um, we're hoping to actually launch, um, one of our prints in that this week. Um, so that's so just fun. a great flutter sleeve, loose fit tiered dress. I love anything with tears, obviously. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so those two are my favorite for sure. That one's really cute because I saw the sneak peek of that um, when we did Lucy's photo shoot last week. And it's yep, super yep. cute. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. Especially that one that I sent you with like the 
the, the different floral yeah. colorations. Oh, it's so cute. Love that. Yeah. Um, so what's next? Obviously, you have this collection that's going to be launching in a few weeks. Um, yeah. Are you going to have a summer one then too? Like what? Give us some sneak peeks or some things to look forward to. Yeah. So we're doing um, – we're our our spring is kind of extending into our our, our summer. Um, our spring is a little bit bigger than normal, so we're um we're gonna stick with just the spring that kind of extends into the summer. I might do a couple online exclusive sneak peeks. Like I have this gorgeous twall, this Bridgerton inspired oh. twall that I'm gonna try and launch um in like that June timeline, but that'll be an online exclusive. Um and then um in the near future, I mean I have a gorgeous fall coming up. I can't wait to to start releasing that. We're actually starting to sell that, um, at a show in a, in a couple weeks. Um, and then honestly, I'm dying to introduce a kid's line. So my goal, um, for 2022, um, spring 2022 is to have like cute little mom and daughter looks Aww. and, and everything like that. So we can't wait now that we have the men's and the women's, I feel like I just have to get the whole family in there somehow. So definitely. Yeah. I love that. Those are all such great things to look forward to. So now my final question is, where can people find you? Can you let everyone know your website address and your social media handles for them to follow along and shop? Yep. Yep. So our, um, our address, our uh, web address is um, www.smithandquinn.com. That's easy. And then um, our Instagram is Smith and Smith and Quinn um, as well. Um, it is A N D. You're not allowed to use the Amber sand for, social for some weird reason. So, which I, I hate cause I'm a big Amersand fan. Um, but, but yeah. And then, um, we also have a Smith and Quinn weddings, Instagram, separate Instagram as well. So, um, so yeah, that's where you can find us. We've got all of our men's and women's and, and all that stuff, um, all on there. So we're really excited. Perfect. Well, thank you so yeah. much. This was so fun to learn about you and your brand. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media.